Hey everyone, welcome back to the Carson Podcast. Uh, a couple of announcements to make, as always. New Patreon members, we have Zach Carter and Tristan Dare. Thanks for joining the community. Um, if you guys would like to join the Patreon, that is patreon.com slash the Carson Podcast. Uh, the uh, lowest tier is $3, highest is like $50 if you'd like to run an ad. We do have a new Facebook group, the Carson Podcast, obviously. Got about 200 plus likes there. Uh, thanks for the support. If you guys would like to go check it out, go check it out. We make all of our announcements there on the Facebook page. We also do have a new website, thecarsonpodcast.com. Yeah, we got a domain. We paid for a domain. Thanks to the Patreon members, we could pay for a domain and a website. On that website, you're going to find uh, kind of an introduction to the podcast. Uh, it's got all the links to take you to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And also has a new merch store. So if you would like to go pick up a t-shirt, a hat, or even just a sticker, we got it for you. We got mugs, hats, sweatshirts, socks, blankets, anything you can think of, we can make it. Uh, that being said, we got a special guest today, Ryan Lundell, and uh, let's get right into it. My boy, Ryan, how's it going? It's going pretty good. How are you today? Dude, it's another day, and it's another year. Oh, yeah. That's... How was your uh, How was your New Year's? Oh, it wasn't too bad. What all did you do? Oh, I went to the Big Apple and house party and your friend's house, basically. Missed the house parties. Yeah. Was it any good, or is COVID kind of... It probably shouldn't have been as good. <laughs> it was almost too good. Yeah. Well, I don't know about good, but amount of people. I I, I don't like I don't like crowds anymore. I'm a give or take. As long as I know a couple people there, then I'm fine. But for sure, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, you got to know some people. To yeah. Go. Um, cool, man. So 2021, any like crazy resolutions you got to do this year or what? Just make money, man. Make money. <laughs> that is the goal. Not go insane. That's about it. Try not to become more insane than we already are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got quite a few mainly mainly money goals. Yeah. Try to try I to have a better that. mood, you know, towards things yeah. in general, but uh money's definitely kind of a goal this year. Fitness yeah. a little bit. Um cool man, right on. Um so how's 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 everything going with COVID? Uh honestly like if you're talking school-wise, it, it honestly last semester was horrible when it comes to just like you know they say oh it's gonna be half in person and half online but in all reality it's like 80 percent online and you go to campus every once in a while yeah if it's go. not if, if if it's not all online then why why is it online yeah at all? exactly you know? and why am i paying full price for Everything. basically online yeah especially like some students are paying full tuition right when you know, you don't have to go to classes, so they go back home. Oh, yeah. Because they can do classes at home. They still have to pay full tuition, though. Yep. It's... Room and board, all that. It's nuts. Um, I think they did discount, like, the extra fees here at UNK. I got Which you. is, you're saving some money. Yeah. But it's still outrageous. Um, uh, yeah, college kind of sucked. I mean, wearing a mask to class was just... I mean, if you had, like, a 45-minute class, it was fine. Yeah. But when you got, like, an hour and a half, two-hour-long class, or, like, a lab that's, like, three hours long. Oh, yeah. Dude, get out of here. I don't want to do it. And, like, the how it affect people socially, too. Like, you don't see anyone's face, no facial, rea like, reaction from anyone. Yeah. You barely, like, I walked on campus. I know half the people on campus, and I walk on campus. I don't see anyone I recognize. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like, okay, so college students are naturally antisocial. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? 
Like, you just know. Mm-hmm. You have to go to college to know. Especially at my college, dude. You went to Arizona, right? Uh, yeah, Embry Riddle. It's literally all they have is any degree that would get you into the Air Force. It's mainly engineering, cybersecurity, and uh, uh, what they call Jesus. I don't know the acronym for it, but it's more of like if you want to go into CIA or FBI. Okay. It's like you kind of learn a foreign language, yeah. either Russian or Arabic stuff. Like so that. it's a it's it's a military school yeah it was started it the president was the guy or the guy that started it uh came straight out of the air force and basically that was his mission so it's kind of like the army's version of west point do you know what that is yeah i mean yeah not really like it's not associated with the air force but it's got one of the biggest like you know they have the air force academy the community is just really big in the air force like we i think we have one of the biggest uh uh, air force rtc detachments there okay there was a lot. I know there's a big one in Colorado, but I oh, know yeah. there's another one in Arizona as well. Do you know Jack McFadden? Yeah. I ran into him at the gym the other day. He's doing the Air Force ROTC program in Colorado. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, is like college students are just abnormally antisocial, oh. um, and the masks don't help one bit. Mm-hmm. Imagine coming out of your shell. You're like, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to make new friends. That shouldn't be your goal in college, but oh, some yeah. people go to make some friends. Yeah. You know, new connections, opportunities, whatever it may be. And then the mask mandate comes up and you just like, oh, you, yeah. if, if you and I were having a conversation right now and I mandated masks for a podcast, six feet mask, everything, right? Yeah. Gloves, face shield. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> just throw Aprons. on a full suit. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the gas suit. Yeah. Um, you and I would not be able to, I guess, bond on the same level It'd be as we all can of a now. Twenty-minute conversation, really. Exactly. Like, like right now, we know that we're laughing. Yeah. We know that the mood is good. Mm-hmm. You were you put a mask. Yeah, you can see each other's eyes. But like some yeah. people have just, just they were just born with resting bitch face. Oh yeah, and I'm eyes. one of them. <laughs> Me too. Like I'll I'll be smiling. People still think I'm mad at them. Like, oh yeah. I guess it's just it's just how I how my face is, you know. Yeah. That's why I don't do YouTube. That's why I do a podcast because the yeah. face, the face, man. Oh yeah. How was how was COVID in Arizona? I didn't. I don't. Uh, so uh, state wise, I mean, they had the mask mandate and everything. It was kind of a hot spot, more of down in Phoenix and Tucson, just because yeah, they're and Tucson, huge. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, it's still mostly a Republican state until well last election, but uh. It it was all right. I mean, yeah, you had to wear a mask whenever you went out, but there wasn't people, like, yelling at other people. Everyone kind of yeah. understood, like, oh, we just got to get through this. Like, we're, we're all sick of it, but it's... For sure. But, yeah. Shout out to the three uh, listeners in Phoenix, Arizona, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you remember uh, Corbin Christ? Yeah. She, so she joined the Air Force. Yeah, duty. I saw that. She's in Arizona still, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, she's been there for a while. Down in Luke Air Force Base? I don't. I don't know the bases. That would be in Phoenix. I, I think it's. Know. I think it's close to Phoenix. I got you. Uh, she might have to correct me on that. Yeah, she's doing really good. Yeah, I, that's I think good. I haven't talked to her in a while, but like from her post, she looks really good. Um, that I, dude. One of my biggest regrets when I was overseas was I should have joined the Air Force. <laughs> they get so much better, man. It yeah, it truly did. I mean, hell, I did. Uh, 
I did Air Force ROTC for freshman year. Yeah. And you look around, and of course, you're at one of the biggest detachments in the country. Granted, there's uh, the Air Force Academy, so of course, they everyone's there in the Air Force, so it can't top them. But, uh, like, you kind of look around, and you're like, all right, half of these people are f- here for a desk job. Like, yeah. what the heck? <laughs> I get, okay, so Air Force is obviously for the air. Army Marines are for the ground. Navy's for the water, obviously. Yeah. Right? Coast Guard's for the the crackheads of the coast. <laughs> um, when you – when I went to basic training, a lot of people joined as a 42 Alpha. Do you know what that is? I have no clue. So that's the MOS uh, – that's that's the paper pushers. Oh, okay. Office work, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's not like – like officers do a lot of admin. No, this job is specifically sitting at a desk filing oh, paperwork, geez. right? And I was yeah. like, why – okay. I get it, joining the military, right? Mm-hmm. Benefits, awesome, everything. But then they, they get scared at the fact of deploying, right? Like when they hear the yeah. rumor of deployments and stuff like that, they're like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to. Why would you join the greatest and largest fighting force? Oh, yeah. Fighting force in the world to be scared of fighting. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, everyone's a little scared when it comes to deployment, but it's one of those things that, yeah, you join the military for, like, all the great benefits, and there's basically a job for whatever you like yeah. to do, there's a job for. But you got to realize that, A, there's you're giving up some rights. There's some things that you can't do while you're fighting for freedom. Yeah. And, B, you actually kind of sometimes go overseas and fight for freedom, you know? Well, the thing is, is I so the the rumor was, before I went to Iraq, the rumor was the deployment was to Afghanistan. Okay. Okay, so when I heard Afghanistan, I shit my pants. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I, was, I was like, I'm going to school, like. Yep. What if I die? What if I, like, blah, 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 blah. Just all these scenarios running through my head. Oh, yeah. And now that I've done it, granted it was Iraq, now that I've done it, I was like, dude, I want to do it again. Oh, yeah, like I bet, dude. Like, it was so fun. Yeah. Even with COVID, it it, it could have been a lot worse. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, so, are you still in ROTC Air Forces? Was that kind of just because of COVID? It's not what's going on. Uh, so, after the first year, after my freshman year, I decided that's just something that wasn't for me. I mean, I love the idea. More of a, the way I want to go with my life is I I want to get either have enough money to do really cool things or get paid to do really cool things. Yeah. And the military is one of them. I wanted to be a jet uh, fighter pilot. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, crap, that's uh, 12 years of my life where I'm literally not in control of it. You're not flying. Yeah. You're learning. Yeah, exactly. And, it's and you know, you get to fly maybe once or you get to fly a couple times a week. And other than that, you're pushing papers. Yep. You're so. doing the paperwork and getting ready for oh, the yeah. flights. And that's just because I when I before I joined the military, uh, before I was going to college, I was like, I want to be a pilot. Just like a commercial airline or a private yep. private pilot. And UNK is a great school for that. They got a great flight program oh, yeah. here. And uh, so I was like, I got the scholarship. I was like, okay, I want to study a- aviation and all that stuff. And he's like, honestly, dude, like my advisor's like, honestly, dude, just pick something that's super expensive here because it's free <laughs> and then pay for the, the pilot's license on the side, right? Because you yeah. can just go to the airport out here and oh, yeah. pay for it. Granted, it's super expensive, but I mean, yep. it's better to have like a, like a business or a law degree here. Oh yeah, uh, and especially now, like if I would have graduated college like a year ago with a pilot's license, blah 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 blah, dude, they fired pilots like it was 
nothing oh, back in yeah. March. They were just gone. I feel bad. All my airline stocks just pfft, tanked, you yep. know? Um, so that, that was rough. Yeah. Another thing I, uh, at my school is a lot of them are flight students. They do fixed wing and uh, uh, helicopter or rotor wing, whatever, yeah. you, whatever the specific word for it is. And uh, a lot of them, after going through a year of it, realizing how freaking expensive it is, they went into, uh, I think it's called like avionics or something, where or aviation sciences, where it's basically all the ground school, but none of the flying. And then they would go do their flying somewhere else, yeah. like through a cheaper like the flight school. Yeah, for or sure. Not not through the college because. And it's like you can do that in the military. I'm pretty sure like any branch has pilots. Oh yeah. But it's just like years of training and learning. It's free. Oh, yeah. It's free, you know, and once you're done with that, you have your license and everything. Oh, but yeah. It's like, you have all of them. The thing about the military is, like, it, it I don't want to say it drags. It has its ups and downs, right? Yeah. For sure. But it's, like, the small daily tasks you got to do. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I should, why? Why do they do this? Like, yep. And then you look at the pay, and it comes down to, like, a couple bucks an hour. Oh, yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh. I should have stayed at McDonald's. Yep. <laughs> and McDonald's workers, they were getting like, I think if they were working night shift, they were making like 15 to 20 bucks an oh, hour. Oh, yeah, they'll get that overtime. That's crazy. But at the same time, we got to raise minimum wage, you know. So are you just, are you here for the holidays? Are you visiting? What's going on now? Yeah, I'm just here for the holidays. I decided to actually take next semester off because I did not want to go through, like, last last semester, it literally didn't feel like I was learning anything. It was just kind of the rat race of... Uh, I just got to know this to be able to get a good grade on the yeah, test. For sure. And that was about it. And it was some of the most stressful parts in my life when I've been through a lot worse that should have been more stressful than this. But, yeah. you know. I, um, so it was weird. When I was looking at my New Year's resolutions, I was like, what do I want to do 2021, right? Yeah. I was like, obviously nothing's going to change if I don't keep myself accountable. Yeah. Right. If I don't keep myself in check, nothing's going to change. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, I was writing down a list. I was like, what do I want to do? And I was like, okay, these are all just like way outlandish, way out there. Like it's oh, yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, I want a million dollars by the end of 20. <laughs> no, no. Shut up, Sean. Um, I was like the biggest, the biggest reason why I was so successful in my, in my opinion, it was a successful year for me. Right. Yeah. I, so a year ago, Tomorrow is the day I landed in Iraq, okay. right? Yeah. So kind of been about a year. So within a year, Iraq, done and done and over with. Came here, got a job, college semester went by fine. Holidays yep. good, still alive, cool. Stocks were good, everything. I was like, okay, well I want to double my portfolio next year. Blah 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 blah. I was like, I need failure. Yeah. I need failure in my life. Oh yeah, because failure is like the biggest, and that's what you were saying. It's like failure is like the biggest. And the best way to learn. Oh, yeah. It wakes you right up. It's holy shit. What some people just happened? fear it. Like some people just oh, hate yeah. fear. I, I'm starting to welcome it. Like oh, the same. more the more lessons I get to learn, the better. Yeah. Because I'm at that mindset right now where I, I still live in the dorms. Hear me out. I'm, I'm being paid to go to school. Yeah. Right? School's paid for, so I'm living free in the dorms. And the reason I'm doing that is because I don't want to pay to live somewhere. Because that's like the biggest living ex- expense oh, is yeah. living. And so I'm like, okay, my grandpa's like, you should just go rent something, you know, find something, find a cheap one bedroom. I was like, yeah. I don't want to rent. 
I want people to rent from me. Oh yeah. That's the mindset I'm in for 2021. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't want to give no one money. I want people to give me money. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of, that's kind of the mindset that I'm going through. And too, when I get back to, uh, of course I'm going back to Arizona this or next semester, just cause I'm still on the lease. I still got to pay rent. So I might as well live there yeah, with my buddies for sure. But, uh, it's, you know, I, I do a lot of Instacart down there. I don't know if you know hey, what that is. No, it's, I don't. Uh, what is that? So it's basically like a DoorDash or Postmates, but it's for groceries. So someone will go through and pick out all the groceries they want and they'll, pop up on my little Instagram shop or not Instagram Instacart shopper app. And it's usually about 20 to 30 bucks a job. And all I do is I literally go to the store. It tells me to, I fill up on all the items that it tells me to scan each one, go through and pay for them and everything and go deliver them. And imagine the money you make from that during COVID right now. Oh dude, it was, I started right when COVID started up because you know, it was all online classes and all of a sudden my schedule just freed up. There Mm -hmm. was, it was insane. Like working just three to four hours a day, I could never make what I I would never be able to make that much on that app that I did that first week. I think I made like seven, eight hundred bucks on that app the first week I did it, just working two to three hours a day. It was That's insane. Crazy. So it's basically you're kind of just doing your own thing, and then you'll get like a notification, like "Hey, yep, get this, this, and that from that store, and then deliver it." And that's oh it. yeah. And I usually like it. I'll usually wake up around like seven or eight and that's usually when the big ones are and in prescott and prescott valley they're literally two towns that are right next to each other okay and there's so you're covering two towns yeah and there's like between those two towns there's like three walmarts three fries stores which aren't really popular here but it's basically like the sun mart now in carney And uh, uh, there's also like a bunch of Safeways and everything. So I have, there's a lot of different places and there's a lot of different people that shop at those places. So I literally just, from about nine to, I would say one to two in the afternoon, I would just work from there and I would make more money than I would work in full time somewhere. Sure. Yeah. And they tip you too. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's um, it's Family Fresh now, not Sun. Oh yes, I forgot about <laughs> I was like, that. Like Sunmart, where was I? I used to go there all the time. Yeah, that was the place to go to, and they changed to Family Fresh, and I stopped going. Yeah, but I, my my kind of plan when I go back though is to kind of do that and just kind of I don't know, kind of have more of the Robbie Perkins mindset where it's like I, I don't really want a job. I just kind of want to. I want to do things, basically buy and sell or make and sell things yeah. and make profit off that way because that's what I love to do. I love to work there's, with my hands. There's a huge I – sh- I don't want to say market for that, but going to – Jeff Ekstrom did this a little bit too. Robbie does it a lot. I do it a lot. You go to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. You go on eBay. You find stuff on clearance. You find yep. stuff that's you know cheap and free or for sale, and you just flip it. Yep. I such good money can be made from it oh yeah because ebay has this section craigslist has it too i'm not sure about amazon but it has a section you just filter it and it says free right there's a oh, free yeah, category yeah. you hit that everything on there is free most of it's junk but yep. sometimes you could find like a decent looking couch oh yeah decent looking desk or a chair or a lamp something that can be fixed up really easily yep free go pick it up walk with some friends carry the couch yeah. across town do what you have to do there's literally no excuse to be poor in oh, yeah. 2021 yeah. i shouldn't say poor i should say completely broke yeah you just gotta have an open mind to what you can do you can't 
you can't just look at something and it's like, oh, I wish I could do that. It's like, don't wish to do that. Go try it. Go Even it. if you fail, just keep trying. Like, that's what I'm doing is I, there's a lot of different things I've tried. Like I've tried on Instagram and like a more of a, like an e-commerce business and everything. I've failed several times, but that doesn't stop me that's, from doing it. I think that's the biggest thing for people too, is people will have all these ideas. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Oh, yeah. The biggest part about it is doing it. Oh yeah. Like this podcast, dude, I could have started it months ago. Yep. I just procrastinated on it so hard. I was like, okay, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I got school. I got yeah. blah, 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 blah. I was coming up with excuses. I could be at episode 20 by now if I started when oh, I yeah. wanted to. You're episode eight. Yep. Nothing wrong with it. I think oh. it's going smoothly, you know, but it's like I could be further ahead if I started it earlier. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't dwell on that too much either because, you know, no, it, not is at all. it is But I don't. I try not to dwell on opportunities that I've missed. You yeah. Know? Sometimes now that I look at Bitcoin, I'm like, oh, my God. You know what Bitcoin was at this morning? Uh, no, I do not. Over $31,000 Seriously. for Bitcoin. Didn't it last, jump up? Last week yeah. when we played poker, it was yeah. at 27000 Jesus. Last week. Yeah, no, I have the I have the Coinbase app on my phone and yeah. on my Android phone, uh it would it would update me and everything and like when I got here and I switched over, I didn't switch over my Coinbase or I did but I didn't turn on the notification. Yeah. And a week after I got here, I looked at it and it was like at I don't know, 15,000 when I left Arizona. Yeah, roughly. And I looked at it, it was 27,000. Holy double, shit. It's double what you saw yeah. since you left a couple months ago. That's insane. When I was overseas is when I got big into stocks, right? I, yeah. I bought a lot of Tesla before it blew up. Oh, yeah. Um, and I bought one Bitcoin when it dropped to $6,000. Yeah. Not even a year ago, it was at $6,000. Yep. I did. I bought a little bit, and then it dropped up to ten, and I made, like, probably 40 bucks, and I sold it then. See, you <laughs> see that. You're like, okay, 6000 to $10,000. Like, $4,000 oh, yeah. profit in a month. Heck, yeah, I'm going to sell that. The thing is, I sold mine... After I made a thousand dollars profit, it was like a week. Yeah, dude, because I was just like, oh my gosh, I just made a thousand dollars. Yep. If I would have kept it till now, dude, I had over twenty five thousand dollars in less than a year. Oh yeah. From one Bitcoin. Yeah, That's that would have been insane. But imagine the people who bought it ten years ago. Oh yeah. And kept it. It did explode that one time. Uh, well, like two thousand fifteen, it blew up to like twenty thousand dollars of Bitcoin. Yeah. People were like, oh my gosh, this is the next big thing. This is making everyone rich. Blah, oh, blah, yeah. blah. Buy Bitcoin, blah. And then it just shot right back down to oh, yeah. like nine grand. It stayed there for a couple of years. COVID hit. Boom. Six grand. Boom. 31 grand nine months later. Yeah. Are you kidding That's... me? And even when it started, what was it like? A couple thousand Bitcoin was $1. So the people that just kind of bought it and forgot or whatever and bitcoin it, made millionaires tesla's oh making yeah. millionaires. oh yeah that was insane i bought the uh, i finally bought tesla uh when it split into fifths yeah. and i've still made what 150 bucks off of it yeah. still but i was uh i was actually in church i think in the christmas service like three or four years ago back when it was 250 bucks and it dropped down from like 300 because they had like a 10,000 uh car recall yeah and I had it on my phone, and I'm looking at my dad. I'm like, hey, you should probably, you know, buy a couple of these. Like, this this is kind of, this is going to go somewhere. Like, yeah. they're doing some the pretty good is, work. Is nobody would have known. Oh, yeah, I know. Nobody knows. Elon would have known. Oh, yeah. Elon was born knowing that he was going to put someone on Mars. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I love the way that he runs his companies, too, because he's, 
he's the chief engineer for most of his company yeah. or for all of his company. He's the chief engineer. And I think we need more people like that where the person that's on top of the company is the person that has the knowledge to make all these engineering decisions. Yeah. Like, I don't know what uh, what's the relationship between Jeff Bezos and Blue Origin, but I'm pretty sure he's not the chief engineer for most of those Probably rockets. Probably not. Not at all. I'm pretty sure. I don't even know if he has a degree or what's it in, but I'm well, pretty sure it's not aerospace his, engineering. The thing about his position is that you don't really need to specialize in anything. Yeah, that's maybe, true. Maybe website design. That's probably the only oh, yeah. thing he had to worry about when he was starting it up. Because everyone else manufacturing these products yep. listed on his website. Yep. You know. He was a smart man. But uh, I don't know. I've feel like there's two ways of starting a company it's you know what you want to do you just don't know how to do it but you have the money to pay other people to do it for well, you I, it's or... kind of what we talked about most of the time you know what you want to do yeah. you know how to do it you just don't do it you oh, don't yeah. start you don't take that yep. initiative that's the biggest thing for people yeah. some people with a lot of money they're just like i don't know how to do this but i want it done here mr engineer here's yeah, a shit ton which, of money <laughs> you know that's that's capitalism for you yeah. you know you can pay other people to it do works that, either way people can do it for you yeah um, as long as they're not making dumbass decisions, but yeah, there's, and lately with COVID people are like, listen to the experts, listen to the experts, blah, 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 blah. I get it. Yeah. We need to listen to the experts. Right. And I think we should have like a political figure, uh, because we hire these politicians to govern and deal with the economy, yep. uh, stuff like that. Right. There are no way in any way health professionals. Oh yeah. Right. And so we need a, a political figure that's specifically in charge of health. Yep. Right? Because these guys are getting paid if if these guys if these guys were getting paid from businesses, right? Let's just mm. say let's say they're business owners, right? And their businesses had shut down because of COVID, yep. right? Um so their their pay goes drastically down, mm -hmm. right? They're going to fight for their lives to get that back up. They're oh, going to yeah. listen to the experts and do what they can to get that back up. Yep. They're not. They're getting paid the exact same as they were before COVID. Yep. And they're it's like, oh, dumb. let's give Americans six hundred dollars. They're suffering. Yeah. Six hundred dollars. After you know what, six eight months that they gave us the first one said there's gonna be another one out soon. Okay. Yep. Whatever you say. Apparently, there's another one in a couple months. It's like two thousand dollars. But uh, I don't even. I don't. I'm not. Con I'm not even hoping for yeah, anything. Yeah. No. It's I, like I probably won't get any of it because I I didn't get the first one because I was labeled as an independent or a dependent last year on my yeah. parents' taxes and I'm of college age so I don't get jack shit. It's yeah, I got the last stupid. one while I was overseas, but I haven't gotten this one. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm in school, but that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like they don't. I don't know. the The biggest issue I have with a lot of the ways things are ran in our government is it's so like uh, compartmentalized where this person has to say like uh, say if a guy his job is to take care of the lawn down in this university and that's his specific job he will do whatever it takes to take care of that lawn but he doesn't put into consideration that the stuff that he does to his lawn or other things, how it affects everything else, how it affects the nature in the lawn, how it affects the students. Like if you grow $50,000 grass and then not let any of the students walk on it, 
Yeah. Well, that's pretty dumb. He's doing a great job because he has nice ass lawn down there. Yeah. But no one can use it. So what's the point? Well, it's more for aesthetics. Yeah. You know? It's like, and I feel like some people just have stuff like fifty thousand dollar grass because they can have fifty thousand dollar grass. Yeah. They're like, hey, look who's got the bigger stick. Yeah. Who's got the better grass? And you know they're oh, gonna yeah. bust out the Terminator three thousand lawnmower. You know, that they just picked up from Sears yeah. Oh, yeah. for 25 grand lawnmower, you know? Yep. That's that's the life. And it's like, uh, with all this COVID stuff, like, a lot of them didn't stop to think about, like, okay, we can, we'll do these shutdowns, but at what cost? Suicide rates are off, like, off the roof. Depression, suicide. Yeah, depression, re- suicide, alcohol, alcoholism. There's a lot of kids that literally went to school because that's the only place that they could get a meal. Yeah. What are they supposed to do? And now parents are getting in trouble if kids can't afford these meals. Yeah. It's like, this is a free public school. Why is food not included for them? Oh, yeah. that That's what I thought was the dumbest thing when we were going to school was the, like, it's a, why couldn't she add that into, Yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't love taxes or anything. I don't love paying taxes, but if it means... See, I like taxes when they go to something good. Yeah. Right? I don't want to pay taxes for some uh, some political figure to tell me what to do when they're not going to do it. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, if we have all these different tax codes for everything, and we have the capabilities to do that, like, we literally get taxed with anything we do with our money. Yeah. Let us see, like, instead of just putting it all in one account and then from that account going, okay, you get this much of that account, you get this much of that account, take our tax from whatever you want it to be. Say, like, if it's income tax and you put it towards, you know, like schooling or uh, sales tax of this or even, like, weed beer or weed cigarettes and alcohol, put that towards something and say, hey, this is where this tax is going. See, yeah, if they could put that on the pay stub, like, right, we took out $30 for Medicaid, whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Cool. I know it's going to Medicaid, Medicare. Yeah. Um, but if they said, hey, um, $50 went to uh, the new road downtown, $50 went to the uh, the public school, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, stuff like that. Some, I mean, it's broad. Oh, yeah. But it's super simple and tells us where our money's going. Yeah. It's not going to one big account. Mm-hmm. That's not being kept in check. Oh yeah. Hence the twenty, what twenty seven trillion dollars of debt. Oh yeah. I don't even know. And we're making it worse. <laughs> How do I don't? I don't even want to go into that. No. That's a complicated topic that oh, yeah. we're not smart enough to talk about. I know calculus and physics, and that's about it. I'm not too. Well, you're way above me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Yeah, we just went down a pretty pretty dope loophole. Oh, yeah. I mean, politics are fun to talk about, but, I mean, you got to be careful, especially with the podcast, the radio, anything like that. Oh, yeah. You can just talk in circles about politics. Exactly. And, and like people that. who are just like people who just disagree with whatever you like. Oh, yeah. Like, we all have that troll in our life that just disagrees with everything that we agree with. Yeah. And, you know, when you're trying to make a, a foundation, a base, a community, you got to be careful with oh, what yeah. you say. And I'm not an expert in everything, and if I say something now, 10 minutes later, it could change. We all have opinions, and that that's the biggest thing is a lot of people these days believe that your opinion shouldn't change, and that's just dumb. Like, 
you can be wrong on something. That's fine. Yeah. That's how you learn and innovate is by being wrong. When you see these, like, I don't know if you watched the uh, the launch of the high altitude launch for uh, Starship or, yeah, I think that's what they call it for, uh, what is it, SpaceX? They did a high altitude launch of their newest rocket and on the way down, it blew up. Yeah, okay. And Elon Musk was the happiest man you've ever seen because it blew up. Yeah. Because they learned so much from that launch. They were wrong, yeah, sure, but they learned why they were wrong. Yeah, for sure. Like, I I don't understand. Just admit and you're unlike wrong. the government, they're not gonna keep on doing that. Yeah. Right. They're gonna actually fix their yeah, no mistake. <laughs> just look down in California. They're fighting tooth and nail just to not admit that they're wrong. Well, they're they're fighting tooth and nail to keep people in their state. Like people are realizing, oh, we elected these guys. We messed up. Yeah. Well, they're not doing that good of a job. There's a mass exodus out of there. Well, what's happening is they're leaving California. They're going to places like Texas and Colorado. Oh yeah. And they are voting for the same people. Yep. Right. The they, same type of learn. people. I'm not going to say which type. We all know the same yeah. type of people. And they're wondering why nothing's changing. It's because they believe that their opinion shouldn't change. It's not their fault. It's nobody's fault. I still have my opinion. It's not my fault. It's not my opinion's yeah. fault. It's like, just look around. Be And that's the biggest thing, too, with uh, social media is, uh, like, people think that the, all these algorithms and everything on uh, social media and YouTube and everything are evil. And it's really all it's doing is trying to get you to stay on that app for as long as possible. Yeah. That's what they're designed to do. So if all you're doing on Facebook is uh, looking at like Republican stuff or Democrat stuff or whatever, there's people's Facebook that all it does is praise Trump, and there's people's Facebook that all it does is shit on Trump. Yeah. And they won't see anything outside of that because they don't branch off themselves. Like, they don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to. They're just like, That's outside I, of their like, comfort zone. I agree with this. I don't, like, nothing else is right. I don't want to look at nothing else. Exactly. Um, I completely agree with that. It's it's annoying because, so in my opinion, conservatives, they see freedom as less government. Yeah. And the other side sees freedom as uh, government kind of pushing for it. You know, yeah. government mandates and government this, government that. They want more. They want freedom they want, with more government. Yeah, they they want to have the control to uh, restrict people, which is understandable because most of those people are in more densely populated areas. Where yeah, I mean, people aren't really meant. There's not supposed to be that many people. No, in that small of a space. That's just kind of how it is. And if you like to live there, that's fine. And you know, if that's what your beliefs is, that's fine. Just as long as you make it work. Well, the, the thing they both want, and this is where a lot of people misunderstand each other, is that both political groups want freedom. Yeah. Freedom's kind of the biggest thing about the United States, right? It's why everyone comes here is because mm -hmm. they'll have their own freedoms um, to an extent. They both want freedom, but they want it in a different way. Like, they want to get to that you know, destination of freedom yeah. in different ways. Yep. Some is less intervention from others. Some is, uh, we need more intervention because these guys aren't yeah. listening or something like that, you know? So it's, 
Like that's that's why I love coming back home every once in a while because it, it truly reminds me that of the place where I came from and where my beliefs are from, and it's really just a you take care of yourself and your loved ones. I'll take care of myself and my loved ones. Let's you can do whatever you want. I don't care as long as you're not hurting any anyone else. Even if you're hurting yourself, I don't care. Yeah, as long as you're not hurting anyone else, leave me the fuck alone. Stay and away. We'll from be good. <laughs> yeah. I think so humans humans weren't made to in my opinion settle down. There's a reason why we we're always adapting and learning new things. Oh, yeah. If we don't like a smell, we gag. That means yeah. it smells not good. You know, if if we hear something we don't like, we stay away from the noise. You know, oh, yeah. it's just how it is. We taste something funky, we think it's, you know, it's bad. Yep. Like there's a reason for this. It's because we're adapting and this is through evolution and blah 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 blah. Um there's a reason for it. And it's because we're not made to settle down. I don't mean settle down like wife, kids, blah, 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 yeah. blah. I meant we're not meant to stay, you know, at one place forever. Oh, yeah. Right? We're always on our on, on our toes, you know, just in case something happens. Life's pretty boring if you're not either, like, even if you're climbing the ladder in a big corporation, you're still thriving for something. If there's nothing that you're thriving for, or there's no big achievement that you're trying to get to. And you'll even find out that once you get there, it's not all you wanted it to be. So you make another achievement that you want to get to. Yeah. And so you, it's more of a, and it's been, uh, it's been proven that basically the, oh, what's the word? Like a, the adventure to your destination is a lot more fun than when you get there. Well, it's about it's about fulfillment. It that way. It's like yeah. getting yourself to fulfillment, right? It's what it, it's what makes you satisfied, right? Yeah, that could be good or bad, oh, right? Yeah. The thing I have, the, the problem I have with, and this is where the I don't want to rent, I want people to rent from me mindset's coming yeah. from is when you look at a job, right? Now let's let's say your job, right? Yeah. Delivering groceries, right? Let's say for some reason. You fall off the face of the world, right? You're just gone one day. Yeah. You know what's going to happen? Someone's going to replace you. Yep. Just like a corporate structure. If you're the CEO and something bad happens, you're gone. They're going to replace you. Yeah. If you're the bottom mailman, they're going to replace you. Yep. You know? And it's it's kind of sad to think about, right? Mm-hmm. You're just like everyone, everyone's replaceable no matter what. Yeah. And that's why I want to stay away from that side of things. Oh, yeah. I want something unique. Right, I want yep. something that can't be replaced. Yeah. Um, and the thing about adapting is that you're constantly, how should I say this? You're constantly on the lookout for something that's not good, right? Yeah. It's how all the senses have developed. It's mm-hmm. it's how it's what makes you you. It's how you've survived. Yeah. Right. Um, you naturally look at the bad more than you do the good. Yeah. Kinda. Exactly. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's bad. Yeah. It's life's a weird thing because why, why do we need, why do we need to strive for something better? We're going to die anyways. Yeah. What's, what's the point of getting uh, a raise? You know? Yeah. I can get a, I can get, I can pay for more stuff. Oh yeah. But like, what, what is that? It's so weird. It's, but at the same time, like, if you have nothing to strive for, life is just boring. You're just sitting around doing the same shit for what? But, like, I mean, honestly. what are what are we doing? I'm being the devil's advocate right now. Yeah. What are we doing if we're not sitting on our ass and striving for something 
not striving for something, right? Yeah. We're we're doing something that isn't going to make a difference no matter what when we hit 90 years old. I don't plan to get to 90. Honestly, <laughs> if if it gets to the point where I need assisted help, pull the plug. Yeah, something. no. Like, my grandpa told me, we, we were walking one day, we saw this older fellow with a cane, could hardly walk on yeah. his own, you know, shaking all the time. My grandpa's mm-hmm. like, if I ever get like that, just, just take yep. me out. I was like, yeah, same. <laughs> if, there's going to be a point in life where I'm going to see myself and think that in five years I'm going to be deteriorated to the point where I'm not going to be able to do the things that I want to, like I love to do. Yeah. So I'm going to start doing the things I love to do a little more stupidly. Exactly. Yeah. Like if I knew the world was going to end next week, I'd probably be dead tomorrow. Yeah. I want to die how I want to die. Exactly. I don't want to die in a freaking bed. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather die behind a, I'd rather die in a race car, a dirt bike, or a airplane. Like, might be a little painful, but it's better than slowly going out. If you're going fast enough, it's. (laughs) Sometimes you'd be surprised, man. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, hell, even the most F1 races, I think they've only had, like, two casualties in F1. It's insane. Uh, You know John Harbles? I do not know. He was on the show two or three episodes ago. Okay. He he wants to be on the crew of F1. Like, at first he wanted to be in a band and everything, but he moved to pit crew in F1 out of nowhere. I was like, what? (laughs) No, I completely understand that. Uh, Honestly, that's kind of... My biggest philosophy is that I don't live to work. I work to live. Yeah. I'm the work. The work that I do air quotes is uh, stuff that I do to get money to do what I want to do in life. And yeah. if what I want to do in life ends up paying me back, that's not work. That's me doing what I love and it pays for itself. See, and that's when you got to be careful is because when that ch- there's, there's a part in every man's life where that changes. And that's when you have a kid. Yeah. Right when you have a kid, the, the uh, motivation shift more towards family. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna take care of the family, roof, food, yep. you know, everything. Right. And that's how it's always been. Stereotypical oh, yeah. dad. As soon as they have kids, shift the motivation towards the family. Oh yeah. Totally get right. So what you do, and some people can't do this. What you do is you do what you want to do before you have kids. That's my plan. Right, and everyone says that I'm gonna do this before I have kids. Yeah. I'm gonna do this before I have kids. Well, they get someone knocked up two months later, and they're like, "Man, now I'm depressed." They're happy they have a kid, but they're like, "Well, I wanted to do this." this just don't date. I mean, hell, <laughs> we can just say that we're not dating. Well, I I am. We can just say you're not dating because you don't want. Oh to. yeah, uh, isn't that the the normal uh, asshole that? The reason why he's not dating anyone because he's an asshole response. But he won't say that. Yeah, he'll just. It's, uh, it's more like I don't want to date. I want to. I want to become a. I want to become a race car driver before I date anyone. You know. No, you just mm-hmm. can't talk to girls. Yeah, we basically. already know. Don't exactly. don't make excuses. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is actually that's one of my life goals is to get into racing somehow, either a rally or IndyCar would be pretty fun. Have you done any but. like races before? uh nothing like street yeah no nothing like like nothing anywhere close like you know i've gone to like k1 go-karts and and stuff like that but even there you try to do any kind of race and there's either a bunch of drunken adults that are railing you into the wall or a bunch of kids that no one's really looking at that are railing you into the wall so so when you say you want to do racing what what type of racing are you talking about 
Uh, any kind, honestly, anything that has a something fast, anything that has an engine in it. Like I, I, I did track a couple years through my life, and it was something fun. Like I, I was a, I was a couch potato sprinter, is what I called myself. Where I hated practice, but I was really good at running a two hundred or a one hundred, and that was it. I mean, of course, in high school, I wasn't that great. Yeah. But you know, you got those monsters. So is it, is, it the, just, is it the competition or is it more just, just going fast? Like, what is it for you? It's, you know, and my degree is aerospace engineering. That's something that really intrigues me. So I love, uh, it's not just going fast. And I do love going fast and I do love. It's, it's going fast efficiently. Yes. Yeah. Doing everything as efficient as possible and making what you're, racing as efficient as possible it's yeah. just the whole world of it is so intriguing to me and it just it sounds so fun to me so if i gave you a million dollars what would you do with it uh like what kind of race car hmm. vehicle would you build or that's, buy that's a hard one i don't know honestly i would probably get into rally car racing first and then do something more uh what do they call it? Rally cross would be fun, which is basically there's basically two parts of uh, rally car racing. There's time trials where there's like a a full course, normally through woods or out in some other country, and it's just for time. Yeah. And then there's other ones like on uh, the uh, Travis Pastrana made one, uh, and it's in the X Games too where it's a bunch of people or it's like five or six different people and they're racing on a rally car kind of track where it's some of it's dirt some of it's gravel the one that travis pastrana made uh has a jump in it like a oh yeah like a huge jump over part of the other track where there's people going under it that's insane that's awesome that's pretty dope so i would probably do that first and then kind of but there's always like i grew up with a 2004 Jeep Grand Cherokee with a, a bigger engine the than I should have had. Right? Yeah. I remember it, yeah. Lifted that thing three inches, put two big tires on it, and off to the races. And basically all I did for a lot of my free time in high school was I would go out in the – I lived in the country at the time, so I'd just go around the country roads in there and do the stupidest shit I could think of. of and course. just that's how I learned how to drive that car really well, and that's kind of – that's kind of what got me into it. So, of course, I love to slide around the dirt and everything, but I also want to get kind of more into the technical stuff, like when it comes to IndyCar, like the big open wheel racers and yeah. everything, because those things are literally an engine and wheels and your seat, and that's it. If you want to consider it a seat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I, I don't know if you've ever seen the way those people sit down, but it's literally like half laying down in those Indy cars and the I've F1 seen, cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, where, so where did that start? Like, were you doing BMX as a kid or like what? I did about, I think I did like a season of BMX and then I realized I really don't want to pedal for that long. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So how did the, how did the need for speed come? Uh, I grew up, uh, I, since we lived out in the country, I did a lot of four wheeler riding. Yeah. So it came from that. I always wanted a dirt bike and I always wanted to race dirt bikes. I had a good friend of mine that lived uh, across the street from me and him and his dad, his dad grew up doing uh, the MX racing and everything. And that's what he grew up doing. Sadly, he quit uh, 
I think before high school mm-hmm. and that really intrigued me and I really wanted to do dirt bike racing and my parents wouldn't even let me get a dirt bike until about my 16th birthday and I said screw it I got the money for it I'm gonna go pick this up I'll be right back so you, have you ever driven a three-wheeler I think I have for a little bit of time so that was like the first like bigger bike that I was ever on yeah it was a three-wheeler and it was some old one my friend had and I think it was like 13 at the time and you know if you cut your corners too tight oh yeah gonna, flip. You, yeah so I flipped it like my first like I don't know, 30 seconds on it and I, I've been terrified of him since jeez. Oh, and my you know Caden Franks yeah you, you remember his story with the dirt bike I do not know so when, when he got a dirt bike him and his dad went out or whatever and he I guess it had a little bit more uh a little bit more torque on it than he thought yeah <laughs> and uh, so he he hit it and Flipped, landed right on his back. Oh, I can't remember. If, I don't think he he might have broke his back, broke his neck or something. I forget what he did. Yeah, yeah he got hurt. I had a the buddy that lived across the street from me, where his dad grew up in MX. He or dirt bike racing, if you don't know what MX is, but uh, oh yeah, he broke his back on a dirt bike and recovered a hundred percent just fine from it, and then. I think probably I would say about seven years ago he broke his neck doing slalom skiing out at Johnson. I think it was out at Johnson Lake, and survived it and uh, recovered a hundred percent. That man is one of the luckiest men I so know. That's the stuff that scares me. Yeah, I know. Back in high school, I would see your guys' snap stories of you guys at like Johnson or whatever going skiing, right? Yep. And I was like, oh, that's so cool, right? And I, I, I forget who invited me one time. I think it was Thor invited me sometime. Yeah. But I was like, dude, I was like, no, I'm too scared of that. Like, because I've seen, I've seen the videos like AFV and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. These guys going skiing and like they hit, a, they hit a wave and they just flip or break something. Yeah, I was like, I ain't about that. Yeah, and when it came to uh, when we were out there, when, growing up, I did a lot of uh, flat tubing. So we would have two flat tubes behind yeah. our boat, and it was literally like my dad would just serpentine and do cookies and everything trying to throw us off and while we were doing that that's i that's what i attribute most of my balance skills is from that because while we're doing that we're also bumping into each other the two tubes are bumping into each other and we're trying to kick each other off (laughs) so i'm moving around knowing exactly where to put my uh my body just to have that balance to make sure when i hit them it doesn't just flip over and everything But, uh, yeah, there's been a couple times, especially with uh, Mr. Hilliard driving us. We, we'd also have a – I don't know if you know what a Big Mabel is or a Super Mabel. It's basically those big couch tubes. Oh, yeah. Okay. We've had – so they, the Big Mabel's a two-seater, the Super Mabel's a three-seater, and the Great Big Mabel's a four-seater. We've had a Super Mabel and a Great Big Mabel behind the same freaking boat on one of the choppiest days, and uh, – we took the Super Mabel and we went. We did a, a wake to wake jump, basically. Oh, wow! And that that kind of hurt my neck. So, a which bit. ones are the ones that like go airborne? Ah, uh, so there there used to be specific ones back in the early two thousands where you would those. actually like fill them up with helium and they would go up and everything. But the only issue with that is, is if you get too far above the the water yeah when you come if you fall off that uh, water starts to feel like cement at a certain altitude yeah yep so that I, got quickly lawsuited and canceled. i remember seeing those at the lake but i haven't seen them since yeah you know? no they don't use those that Do you much. have just like an irrational like did you ever have a fear of water like just open bodies of water oh i hate swimming dude i can't swim well i can't hold my breath that well so either. I, I, swimming in a pool is fine 
a, a river, okay, a little yeah. better. But come to just an open body of water like a lake or a pond yeah. or the ocean even, dude. I, I'm so terrified. I understand that. That's, I'll, I'll, I'll completely admit it, dude. Like if I feel something on my toe, I freak out. I'm like, nope, I'm done. Yeah. My biggest fear is I, I even – I went through uh, – when I was growing up, I did swimming lessons and everything. And I know how to swim and everything. Yeah. But I, if I can't touch, I don't like being in the water I unless I have like a life jacket on or something. You can call me a pussy for that, but eh. I'm fine mm-hmm. with swimming, uh, like in a pool if it's deep, whatever. Yeah. But I have to. I can't. I have to wear a nose plug. I can't like I gotcha. swim without. You know, it always goes up my nose, and it's like just. I don't get how people can swim and not get water up their nose you know yeah and not hold their nose i don't know i've never really the only problem that i've had with water up the nose is you know when you're jumping in and stuff like that but you can just learn to blow out your nose at the right time and, and that's that's, that's what i could never learn yeah that's fair i'd always have to plug my nose or something like that and like even when i'm diving off the diving boards i'll do it sometimes yeah um i'll, I'll take one hand and have it straight out and the other one would be holding my nose oh, you know but this, the few times that i've done it without holding my nose i always get water up the nose yeah actually uh before wakeboarding was a big thing i don't even know what age i was i was pretty small like small enough you know what a kneeboard is no so it's basically this big board that i would say like i don't know it, it's about this wide Okay. And uh, it has enough room for you to be on your knees, and then there's a strap that goes over your knees, and you're just kneeing on the, you're just kneeling on this board, and you're getting pulled behind this boat. And uh, you can do like 360s, and you can jump a little bit, but it hurts the knees so bad. It, <laughs> it's more of a, the way I put it is uh, before wakeboarding, uh, water sports was kind of boring. Like if you, the only thing that wasn't was slalom skiing because you were going real fast. But yeah. uh, anyways. I was small enough to the point that when I let go, usually when you're done, you let go, you slide out of it, or you're just going to tip over. I was small enough where I could let go and just stay on top of that thing. Just because (laughs) the board, compared to my weight, the board was able, the buoyancy of the board was able to handle that. And uh, uh, one of the times that I did it, there was these big waves that were coming over, and I was like, oh, that's fine. I normally do that. And I usually have my knees like strapped in hard, yeah. Because I know, you know, and when I let go, I'm completely fine. Well, when I let go and these waves came, it flipped me over, and I didn't know what the hell to do. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was trying to get this damn strap off, and I couldn't find the end of it. And somehow, it, I don't remember ever being able to get that strap off, and I don't remember like grabbing it and and pulling it or anything but at some point it just came loose and i came up my dad was two seconds to jump in that water and apparently i was under there for a decent bit of time so that that kind of scares me with water but other than that i've i've had i've had instances like boy scout camps where you're like you have to swamp a canoe right yeah you have to tip over and you have to like swim with the canoe to the shore whatever Mm -hmm. um we were doing it, and I guess we weren't on the same level, me and Cannon. Wrath, you remember him? I remember the name from somewhere. He's but... the uh, sports bro- broadcaster here at UNK now. Oh, okay. Uh, he broadcasted with Jeff back in high school. I gotcha. Okay, anyways, we were we were supposed to swamp a, a kayak. I don't know if he slipped or fell or if I was just not paying attention, but uh, I jumped, right? Yeah. And that tipped the kayak over, and... Uh, but it didn't go over all the way, right? Okay. Like, Cannon's body was stuck in between one of the um, 
kind of the pillars on yeah. the on the kayak and a um an oar. He was like under an oh, oar okay. that was like he couldn't get out, right? Yeah. Half of his head was underwater and the kayak was just sinking. Yeah. And I was like I was like calling the lifeguards over because it was supervised, obviously. And mm-hmm. I was like trying to get him loose the whole time. Like I was terrified for him. Oh yeah. And we finally got him free. The lifeguards didn't even come. They thought we were joking around. Oh jeez. And so I had to like wiggle it out and everything. Uh, I like I was so scared. And like that happening to me, like I would have panicked. Like he was oh, pretty yeah. calm. He wasn't like flapping around all over. Mm-hmm. He was kind of just, uh, he was kind of just looking at me for help. I can tell, you know. But yeah, finally got him out, dude. It's like I can imagine. Oh yeah. And honestly, when it comes to drowning, as long as there's someone there to help you, you can live for a long time while you're knocked out underwater. You, yeah. You can get all the water out of your lungs, and you can come back to. I I forget what's the. Isn't it like three minutes without oxygen before you're. brain starts to have permanent damage so you're good for a decent bit but damn is it scary well the thing is i've so when i was in middle school i practiced and i trained really really hard with uh holding my breath underwater yeah and i got to a point where i got a little over three minutes underwater oh damn right that's that that's insane i can't can't do that anymore i'm looking at maybe a minute oh i can barely do 20 seconds and it's my uncle was a great swimmer. My grandpa was a great swimmer. I suck at swimming, but I can hold my breath. Yeah. Right? And so I just trained. And, like, the lifeguards sometimes, like, because I do it at the YMCA, I would just grab the pole oh, and I, I would you. just hold myself underwater for as long as I can. Some of them actually jumped in once when they didn't realize what I was doing. <laughs> but, like, yeah, there was one time I held it for, like, three minutes and, like, everyone was just looking at me all freaked out and everything. I yeah. thought I was, like, going to drown or something oh, like geez. that. But, um and like you watch these videos of like hunters and I don't want to say a specific country because I don't know it and I might be wrong, but I feel like it's off the coast of Africa somewhere. Yeah. Maybe South America, but they dive and it could be the, the islands over there, but they dive and they can stay under for almost 10 minutes. Oh yeah. The, the free divers or whatever. It's insane. That, yeah. 10 minutes underwater. Yep. With no tanks, nothing, just a spear. Oh yeah. That's oh, my gosh. I have to pull up that video for you after this, but um, they like, I since they were born, they've just been training for yeah. it, you know. And like at the end of the ten minutes, their stomachs are just like you, they're just gone. You're like, what? Yeah. What are you? That's that's so weird. Like that's the biggest thing that I think is so weird in this world is a lot of things we know about and we like can control and everything, but when you look at our bodies, like we can control the movement. And that's about it. Pretty much. Like 90% of the stuff that goes in or that goes on in your body, you're not in control of. It just kind of does. Yeah. It's like, but it's stuff that needs to happen. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. It's like blinking. Yeah. You don't, you're not like, when you focus on it, yeah, sure, you can uh, blink a hundred times. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> but when you're not focusing on it, like we're just talking, yeah. you just, you just blink. And you don't even realize that you've done it. Exactly. It's kind of, and like, like a staring contest, it's so hard for some people because they've gone all their lives just blinking, yeah, without knowing it. Mm-hmm. So now they'll just stare at someone. Oh yeah, and then they'll they'll lose, you know. Yeah, I was just, I don't know. It's stuff like that. Blinking, blinking's one of them. Um, just the whole digestive system. All that, yeah, everything that goes on inside you. You're turning this. By the time it gets to your stomach, it's this dense mush 
that it's just like, all right, we're going to take a little bit from here and from here, and we're going to, well, this goes yeah. in the blood, this goes to the muscle, this goes to the fat, and everything else out the ass. Well, it's all coming from your brain yeah, and your, your, your nervous system, you know? It's so weird to think about, because when I learned about decapitations, yeah, right, I'm so, like, I'll get into this later, but, like, decapitations, like, they're alive for... I, I forget if it's seconds or minutes after they lose their head. Yeah. But they're like, they're not dead, you know? Yeah. They can still kind of, they can't process much, but their head is like, their brain's still going for a couple minutes. Yeah. They they can see. Yeah. And that's insane. There was a study, This it was some French decapitations when they did that a lot. Yeah. Uh, the scientist was like, hey, uh, I want you to blink, blink, um, like, at a normal rate, mm-hmm. right? Like every every second, just blink. Yeah. Um, and then after he cuts off your head, keep blinking as much as you can, right? Cuts off his head. He blinks like a hundred more times. <laughs> that's insane. That's so weird. That's one of the that's one of the big things I'm scared of is being decapitated. Yeah. Right. And especially when I when I heard I was going to Afghanistan or Iraq, I was like, yeah, I was like, this is what I wanted to talk about. Is it was ISIS because they, they 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 do that a lot. Yeah. Oh and yeah. I was like I was like, what if I get captured? Like what if they don't? You don't see many POW awards anymore. Prisoners of war. Yeah. You don't see those anymore. You know why? Because they cut off heads. Yep. It's it's scary. That's why I was crapping my pants. But <laughs> now that I did, I'm like, all right, I want to go back. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't blame you. I mean, it sounds scary, but it kind of sounds fun, too. And that was kind of my uh, attraction to Air Force ROTC as yeah. well. As, I mean, granted, I would be a couple thousand feet above in the air and dropping shit, but... Well, there mm-hmm. was... It's it's weird. Once you once you go to a combat zone and you come home... I, I don't even know if I'd call it a combat zone, but uh, you come home and people are complaining about, oh, I have to wear a mask. Yeah. You know, oh, I have to... I have to go to work, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, dude, shut up. Shut yeah. your freaking mouth. Yep. <laughs> it's um, COVID. Coughed. It's COVID, man. Oh, Should have worn the mask. Damn. Hey, do you know anyone that's gotten COVID, like, personally? Uh, I don't know. Should we name names? <laughs> Just say, like, your uncle, your mother, a friend, you know, I've, like anyone close. I've had a, a friend that's had it, and then I think, like, the day that – or the day after or whatever, we were going to go play poker one night. And basically right before we got there is a text from the guy that was running it. And he's like, Hey, so by the way, if you guys don't feel comfortable with this, my roommate has COVID. He's been in his room. We've kind of decontaminated everything, but just let you know, he has COVID. I, like, I didn't, I didn't, right, I didn't it. go like me and my girlfriend were going to go that night. Yeah. But I, I, I was told that he had COVID. I was like, ah, I'm good. It is what it is. I, I, See, that's the thing. Like, I think that since we have a vaccine now, I think that's amazing. Am I going to go out and try to take it myself? Nah. I'd, I'd rather get I ain't going to take it. Unless, I'm, unless it becomes mandated, I ain't going to take it. I would rather have, I don't know, and this might sound stupid and naive, and I don't really care. It's just my opinion. I don't think everyone else should be this way. It's just the way that I want to be. Is it? I think that my body can fight off something a lot more like if something natural, if COVID is natural and I get it, I think my body can, you know, it would have a better time fighting something off naturally than, well, it's called, um, it's called herd immunity. You know what that is? 
Yep. So one of the Scandinavian countries, I think it was the Netherlands or something, they tried that, right? Yeah. And the CDC or whatever it was. Who at the time until we yeah, told them who. to fuck off. It was who at the time. They were like, yeah, uh, they changed. They actually changed their website's wording because, well, you know, with herd immunity, you don't need vaccines. Yeah. Right. When you're all naturally, you know, immune building to an immune to something, yeah. you don't need vaccines. Yep. Well, who was like, uh, they changed the definition of herd immunity. Really? They they changed it to herd immunity is, you know, b- being immune to something through vaccines. Oh, jeez. So when these when the Scandinavian country wasn't doing the vaccines, they were doing it like basically everyone was getting it. They yeah. wanted everyone to get it so that everyone could build a tolerance and immunity yep. to it. And when the CDC found out, they're like, "Yep, yeah, nope. Herd immunity means yeah, immunity through vaccines." What? Yeah, but the who can go fuck off because they're the people that at least uh. I don't know if you heard about all that drama at the beginning where it was basically like uh, it was either China told the uh, I think it's the World Health Organization is what it stands for. But who uh, that it wasn't contagious. It wasn't like it couldn't be transferred from human to human. And they put that out, even though that was complete bullshit. And they already knew it was complete bullshit. And they still said. Oh, yeah, it can't be transferred human to human. Yeah, well, eight months later, look at us now. Did you see Wuhan's New Year's party? No, I did not. So Wuhan's where the the virus originated from, supposedly. Okay, yeah. And, dude, the streets were just packed full of people. Really? To to get out of Wuhan, it's impossible. They check your temp, and if your temp is higher than something, they have literally a SWAT team get you out of your car. I've seen videos of that. That's insane, yeah. But they had people just... So many people in the streets celebrating, right? New York social yeah. distanced, right? They had their fenced in areas, yep. blah, 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 blah. It's just nobody nobody knows what's going on with this. Yeah. And one of the one of the best thing that I've heard and of basically what happened at the beginnings, it's not my words, but I love it. It's basically we've never we've never reacted to anything even worse than this in this kind of fashion it went from the beginning it went from okay there's this new it went normally where it's they're like okay there's this new virus out and uh, this is what you can do or this is what people should be doing to stop it and everything and it turned from uh, like lower the spread or reduce the spread to nobody can die from COVID. And that's unrealistic. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I hate the people do die from it, but you can't save everyone. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, and then you're like, you're like, what is going on? Cause you look at the survival rate. Yeah. You look at all this and you're like, yo, why? Come on. Why are we shutting up? Restaurants are okay. So it goes, it goes households, um, public gatherings. Um, there was one other thing before restaurants. Yeah. Right. And this is like the most like how to get it the most. Yep. Right. Yep. Or uh, the the places where it's most common mm-hmm. to retract. You know. And restaurants were at number four. Right. And yep. the number was nothing compared to number one households. Oh yeah. And the the first thing that they wanted to do was shut down restaurants and put everyone in their homes and keep them there. And the thing about really? and California is a beautiful place. Oh yeah, right. And there's a lot of space yep. for outdoor dining. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and they're shutting down outdoor dining. Oh yeah, they literally from what I heard what they did in the in like the in LA County was they're like, "Okay, we can't do any indoor, but we'll let you do outdoor." So all these businesses spent tens of thousands, like over $50,000 building these outdoor outdoor areas uh, you know, going to COVID. No one was trying to say oh fuck that i'm gonna keep my restaurant the way it is or my business the way it is they were just trying to keep their businesses open and keep paying their employees and having everyone survive yeah. and then people went oh you know five percent of restaurants or whatever didn't want to do it so fuck everyone Pretty, well you know what they're not talking about now they're not talking about uh well there are people talking about it there's always people talking oh, about yeah. it but uh, like human waste and stuff like this. Oh, I'm yeah. talking plastic, especially. Mm-hmm. These diners, they had to do carry out for a while. Yeah. They had to do uh, pickup. You know, whatever maybe you know what they're using. They're using plastic to go to containers. Yep. Silverware. You yep. know, napkins aren't as bad, but they're using a lot of them. But dude, these plastic containers that they're using, where is that going? Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> it's it's so dumb. Like. Uh, I went down, I actually went down to uh, California, me and a couple buddies, we just did a trip during the summer. It was, uh, I would say, a couple weeks after the whole, uh, oh, what's his name? Crap, I'm going to get shit for just not remembering his name. Uh, the, the guy that died from police brutality and the whole Black George Lives. Floyd. Yeah, George Floyd. That everyone agrees that was stupid. Like, what the cop did was stupid. No one, yeah. everyone... There's video. Everyone says that's stupid as shit. See, at first, it was, you know, there was a lot of people that were hoping the police were just doing their job. Yeah. Right? And you gotta hope There should always be that, right? Yeah. It wasn't until the evidence came out that he was murdered. Yeah, and everyone changed and was like, okay, yeah, no, that's stupid. Everyone changed their opinion. Yeah. Believe it or not, people can change their opinion. Yeah. And I can understand how it's it's hard to change your opinion. Yeah. It's hard because there's oh, so yeah. much misleading information out there now. Oh, yeah. And right? a, a lot of people's opinion doesn't seem like it's even their opinion. Like, they don't, along with the social media and everything, people just are trained to not have the attention span that we used to. We're used to, you know, glaring at something for 30 seconds and getting as much information from that and then moving on and not seeing it again. So when it comes to Facebook and Instagram and stuff, and you see these headlines, but you never read the article, so you see this headline of some BS, and then in the article it's like, well, not really, but this happened, so yeah, yeah. it's kind of true. And like, if you look at like Facebook fact checkers, yeah. if you actually read the fact check and how they're defending the case yeah. or whatever, like, dude, he didn't actually say this. He actually said this, this, this. Is like, yeah. yeah, he said he. That's exactly what he said. Yeah, it's. You cannot have an opinion on something. You don't have to have an opinion on everything because – and that's what I mean by when I say a lot of people, their opinions on things aren't their opinions. They're the opinions of the people that wrote the articles on on social media. And it's not the just the left. It's both sides. It's everyone. It's everyone. Everyone will see this stupid like, oh – Trump said the N-word, oh no, and then people are going to go around and scream at Republicans saying, your president screamed the N-word, when they didn't even look in to see if that was true. Yeah. Like, seriously? It's, it's both sides. Yeah, it's completely both it's sides. It's not just, it's not just, you know, Democrats attacking conservatives. 
And that's the biggest thing, too, is on social media, a lot of people that are screaming at each other on social media is the far left and the far right. Yep. And those are the people that are making these articles and everything. So the people that are kind of left and kind of right read these articles and be like, oh, shit, that's insane. Is that really true? Never really go to check and see if it's true, but then believe it. And that's their opinion, air quotes, because they didn't want to actually go and check it. You see... I'll check it when most of the time, especially on Facebook, you can see the source. Yeah. Right? So if I see some crazy headline, Ryan Lundell uh, did this, this, and that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, where did this come from? Yeah. Did it come from some weird website that I've never heard of? Oh, yeah. Or did it come from the New York Times? You know, something like that. Yep. And that's that's the thing, too, is... Our generation's the first generation to grow up with anything even close to social media. Like, we didn't have, I mean, yeah, we had Instagram in middle school and Snapchat. I don't even know when that started. I think started, most of us missed MySpace, but MySpace, MySpace was pretty much the first yeah, you know, big yeah. platform. But uh, from what I heard, it wasn't that bad because there wasn't children growing up with it. You know yeah. what I mean? And because now every kid has some form oh, yeah. of social media. Oh, yeah. And so a lot of people just haven't learned. Like, that's how they saw shit when they were, you know, going through high school. And I, I will say that through high school, I said some stupid shit that I thought was true that yeah. obviously wasn't that I just saw on Facebook somewhere. But I've learned to read into things and, like, is that really true? Or I should check more sources than just the source that agrees with my opinions. Yeah. And a lot of people haven't learned that. And I think that's kind of, I mean, you can't really blame anyone because our parents didn't know what to do when it came to social media. They had no clue what it was. No, they still don't. We don't even know. Yeah. We're, we're going to be the first parents to really somewhat have a grasp on social media and actually be able to teach our kids about it before they get as screwed up as us. The idea of it, yes. But, I mean, by the time our kids are grown up enough to, you know, be comfortable with something like that, it's going to be completely different again. Oh, yeah. But it's more of you got to you gotta show or tell them more of the outlook of social media because there's people on there that they're, they're – I, I don't have Twitter. I don't see a purpose for it. I barely use Facebook except for the marketplace. Yeah. And I do, I like Instagram for memes. That's about it. But uh, there's people on Twitter that are literally spending their day replying to mean comments because it's, it's making them so mad when the people that are making them mad, it's probably a 14-year-old with a bunch of other 14-year-olds surrounding them. They just don't care. Yeah. They don't right. care. They don't know your name. They're not getting pissed off about what you say. They're just trying to get reactions because that's what yeah. people do. And a lot of people just fall into that trap. It's like you got you to gotta be able to know when it's time to step back. Like the biggest thing that I learned is why get pissed off? Why get so frustrated at people that don't even know your name? Yeah. Like even if it's little stuff, even if it's, you're in the drive-thru and it's taken too long and they've screwed up your order. It's like, sure, you can get pissed off all you want, but at what cost? Like, you're going to ruin your whole day because some middle or some high schooler that's working a minimum wage job 
didn't get your order right yeah that don't even know your name and probably will never see you again what's the point yep karen don't be a karen yeah exactly i uh not to change the subject or anything no you're good but i tried a uh, twisted tea the other day oh how was that you know the meme that's been going around the twisted tea meme yeah right the kid the dude got knocked out by a twisted tea anyways <laughs> if you haven't seen the video first um you're gonna have to just look up twisted tea video and you'll find it that's that's all you have to search didn't they shoot him from like a can cannon or something or that's one of the They're, videos i've seen dude the marketing team for twisted tea's got to be just going oh, crazy oh yeah like do we go with the memes like <laughs> yeah twisted tea knocks the competition you know like something <laughs> like that anyways i tried a twisted tea the other day for new year's eve and i didn't like it <laughs> yeah the the biggest thing that i see with alcohol is like and I don't understand the people that don't see it this way, too, is alcohol is a certain kind of drug. It makes you, it augments your reality. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people, almost all the people that drink it, drink it for that reason. Yep. Don't tell me that you drink it because you like the taste. No. Because we know that's not true. <laughs> I, I hate the taste of alcohol. Like, I love mixers because I, I can't even do shots anymore. That more of freshman year of college ruined that for me but i would rather if i want to drink something for the taste i'll go have a dr pepper and i'll well, enjoy every second of it i'll be honest like if 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 drinks are what you know if, if if the alcoholic beverages are being pulled out right yeah everyone's drinking i i won't hesitate for one second to have a girly drink you know why because oh, the yeah. girly drinks they have, taste amazing they taste so good <laughs> so uh, the Big Apple has these uh, five dollar pitcher nights where it's five bucks and it's literally this big ass pitcher. Yeah. And uh, uh, they do it on Thursdays, and of course, New Year's Eve was on Thursday. Thank God. So you know what I got? I got a vodka lemonade, one of the girliest drinks that you could probably get there, and it was the best thing. And I didn't hang up. I didn't wake up with a hangover because yep. I was drinking vodka. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a touchy subject for some people. Alcohol. It's ruined families, for sure. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it is. it can be addicting. I've known people that have wasted their life away just because of alcohol. Oh, yeah. I, One of my friends, his dad was one of the coolest guys I ever knew. Mm-hmm. And he started drinking a lot. Yeah. A lot. And you would not recognize him a year later. Um, and that's what I'm – that's pretty much what ended up killing him. Yeah. So. It's the way that I see it is what you use doesn't make you it's who you are and uh, a lot of people like there's a lot of personalities that usually are drunks and potheads and stuff like that because that personality likes to do that thing yeah it's not that that thing makes that personality it just comes part of your life yeah you know um there are you brought up potheads. There are specific and very reasonable medical reasons oh, yeah. for that. Completely understand. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of – how should I say this? There's also a lot of people that don't do it for medical reasons. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of recreational use, and I agree with that. I, I do, like... I, do I think of them any differently? No. no. Do I care that they do it? No. Yeah. I just don't want to do it with you. Yeah. And – that's something that people got to understand. And it's the same with, like, if your opinions differ from mine, I don't care. Yeah. You're still my friend. Like, that shouldn't make a difference. 
and that comes with the drinking alcohol or doing drugs or anything is if that doesn't you should look at someone for their personality and what they do and if you like that person on that then that's completely fine well to even go further with that is if you see someone that's like you know hey let's go drinking all the time maybe instead of dude i don't like you because you drink a lot maybe it should be like what's going on man you're drinking a lot yeah exactly is there anything i could do for you like you know stuff like that because chances are like you can tell when somebody's most of the time you can tell when somebody's you know down in the dumps has a problem if you know them and there are people that are annoying when they're drunk or annoying when they're high and that's one of those things that that that's a conversation that you need to have as a friend like hey i don't really like you when you're drunk can we either, and that's something you can even fix, help them try to fix, or just don't hang around them when they're drunk. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you don't have to say, oh, I'm not going to be your friend because of it. Just say, hey, I don't like to hang around you when you're drunk. Are you okay with that? And a lot of people say, yeah, that's fine. Well, another thing that we miss too is like, yeah, there's there's always that, when you talk about addiction, people are going to be like drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be. One thing that a lot of people fail to bring up now is pornography and masturbation. Oh, yeah. Especially with younger teenage men. Oh, yeah. That's... Just, that's. You look at the... Oh, I read some paper about it, right? Uh, and it basically just talks about the differences between just, like, some some guy like you and me and then some guy who's just addicted to it. Addicted oh, yeah. to it. Like, it's, like, six times a day addicted to mm-hmm. that stuff, right? Depressed. Um full of anxiety stuff like this you know bad social life stuff like that it's like you wouldn't think of something like that as because in school when you're growing up they're like masturbation's normal blah 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 and but some on some religious sides are like well you shouldn't be doing yeah but i grew up thinking that masturbation was a normal thing right but then it got into i started reading these reports about the pornography and masturbation combined uh, those are two different things. Mm-hmm. Masturbation, pornography. Oh yeah. It, it, you take like the pornography business itself is just it's disgusting. Oh dude. yeah. Like how they make this money and all this stuff, and yeah. how popular it freaking gets. Oh yeah. Like if if you look at the stats of how many people are watching Pornhub per year or per month. Oh yeah. It's it's disgusting. Oh yeah. It's insane. And it's. Even if you look at, like, there's a lot of people, you start realizing there's a lot of people that can't finish in sex without watching porn. That's not normal. That's one of the cognitive things it does to somebody is that, like, they just... And that could be... That that can happen to people that aren't even addicted to it. It ruins relationships. Exactly. For sure, because they expect something that's, like, they're actors. That's what... Pornography is just acting. Yep. And... When you expect, especially at a young age, if you see that and that's what you expect, yeah, you know, when you start having sex, you're gonna be disappointed. One, yeah, you're not, you're not gonna be happy. Oh, all. not at all. It, ru- it like I said, it, ru- it ruins relationships. And I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I was just yeah. saying, you know, that alcohol and drugs are not the only thing oh, that yeah. causes. Dude, I'm addicted to Pokemon cards now. Yeah. There's every day, there was someone, uh, when I grew up going to a Wednesday night church, there was someone there, I think it was a like a leader, someone that helped around, he would literally drink two liters of Mountain Dew a day, or more. Yeah, I'd believe it. And that's something that, 
though it's not alcohol or drugs, if it was, you'd be screwed. So, yeah, pop is another thing, too. Pop, soda, I'm sorry. No, I... What do you I'm, say, pop or soda? I say pop, but in Arizona, everyone says soda, soda. So whenever I say pop, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, bro, that's the way to say it. Piss off. Yep, pretty much. I miss people saying pop. So Mountain Dew is actually addicting. Oh, yeah. It's been proven that it's addicting. Sugar itself. It's sugar, dude. That's a drug. <laughs> you know what Mountain Dew was specific, like made for originally, right? Wasn't it as like a chaser or something? It was a mixer for vodka. Yeah. I can't imagine vodka and Mountain Dew together, but I've I've tried it with uh as a chaser for I think it was like a Jim Bean honey or something. It yeah. wasn't it's not that it was great, but it got rid of the taste of the alcohol. Yeah. So well it's like Coke was made by uh what was it, like morphine addicts or something? Or heroin it had, addicts? It had Coke in it. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning it did and that's the reason that it tastes that way is to get people that are addicted to stuff like that that it kind of gives them that taste or that little bit it's like of a kick. nicotine patch yeah <laughs> but uh you uh I so I, I while i was overseas i got i got pretty addicted to uh tobacco and it was just it relieved the stress sometimes oh yeah you know um but when i stopped smoking the cigarettes i moved to vaping right yep it was cheaper. Oh yeah, um, and it was just anywhere I was at, I could do it. You mm-hmm. know, um, I vaped so much while I was overseas. I thought I was just one. I was like, I'm cool. I vape. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Yep. I am above you. <laughs> I vape. Oh jeez. Um, but then I was like, I started getting like a little buzz from it. You know, it was relaxing. Yeah. And stuff like that. And when I got home, I thought I was addicted overseas. Like yeah. I honestly thought I was addicted to vaping overseas. And I got home into the states not even here in nebraska it was in texas for a couple weeks to quarantine yep and didn't touch my vape i touched it maybe three times in the month i was there Mm -hmm. and then when i got home to nebraska i haven't touched it since nice like it was just maybe it's just the circumstances yeah some people's circumstances are like well drinking is the best thing that i can do for my day you know because it's such a crappy life they got going on yep they're not striving for fulfillment oh yeah you know um and some people are just like they think they're so depressed that they got to smoke weed every night, or that's how they get to bed. Or they yep. can't do this without smoking or something like yep. that. It's it's rough, man. Oh yeah. But no, uh, nicotine. Wow, there's there's a lot of things that just ran rampant when we were growing up, and, and social media. Nicotine's one of them. Yeah. It was like we didn't call them the bathrooms anymore. It was the jewel room because everyone you walked in there, and if you wanted a nicotine hit, if you didn't have a jewel, you could somebody ask did. whoever. Yeah, somebody had one. You taking a piss? Hey, you got a jewel? Yeah, I got you. Yep. It jewels were a nasty business in high school. Oh yeah, and it's it's one of those things that I've realized. Like, uh, you know, if you're smoking cigarettes, even three or four a day, whatever. But when it comes to vaping. You're hitting that thing all day, every day, usually. There's no limit yeah. until you run out of juice. You can hit it wherever and whenever you want to. Yeah. That's that's dangerous. That's why it grew so popular, too. Oh, yeah. Because um, I started out with vaping with no nicotine in it, right? Just because yeah. it was cool to vape at the time. Yep. And so having any form of smoke coming out of your mouth was cool. Yep. Uh, and I never got anything from. It. I just did tricks, right? I remember. It wasn't I did until too. it wasn't until I actually joined the military. I started smoking. You just be so stressed. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yes, I will take a cigar. <laughs> you know, 
Yeah, no, uh, that I was the same way as uh, the first time I vaped. I had one of those uh, shitty little like refillable pens. And I asked the person that got me the juice literally do not get anything with nicotine and I don't want anything with yeah. nicotine in it. Well, that changed. Yeah. But. It's a, it's weird because you do feel good when you get that Nick buzz. Yeah. It's a good feeling. But with the, with the vaping and everything, like when I used to be heavy into vaping, y- I'd realize that Did you build a tolerance. Yeah, you build such a tolerance that you don't get yeah. anything. A couple from months it. in, you're just like, okay, yeah, this ain't working. And then you upgrade. Oh yeah, you get you get some more powerful nick. You know, you get a mm-hmm. better vape, and you're like, oh wow, this is great. Oh, oh yeah. A couple months later, you're like, oh. Mm. One thing that's strange though is like, if I were to like, if someone were to hand me a puff bar, I'm not gonna get a buzz from it. But if someone were to hand me like a weird like a view or something where it still has the disposable pods, yeah. I don't know. It's just like the different kind of juice or whatever. But that actually that will actually give me a buzz. But yeah. you know, Lord knows most of those puff bars aren't even actual puff I bars can anymore. Com- I I can live without alcohol. Oh, I can you know, live without smoking alcohol. anything like that. Yeah. Like I've learned to. Some people need to try this. I've learned to love life because of other reasons. The way it is, you yep. know. Like sometimes Pokemon, man, that'll that'll brighten up my oh, day. Oh yeah. Sometimes going for a drive, you know, you got to find what mm-hmm. works for you. Oh yeah. You could be speed racing, you know, whatever it may be. Jess is yelling at me, you know, that's what mm-hmm. makes her happy. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Should go in the exactly. the new merch. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> Dude. Oh jeez. Guess how much time we've been going? Uh, like forty five minutes. Hour and a half. Oh jeez. It goes by quick. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, it's ah, fun. Dang. Robbie really wants to come on and do another show. I think you should do another We want to do another show with Thor and Michael at the same time. Oh, okay. Since their audio was kind of crapped out. Yeah. Or, you know, just something fun between the three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Dang. But, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming in. Yeah, I um, appreciate the offer, man. This was fun. I, dude, I'm telling you, people are kind of like, I ask people, say, hey, do you want to be on the show sometime? They're like, I don't think I could do it. I don't think it's for me. Dude, it's it's conversation. Yeah. That's it. That's one of the biggest things is, uh, and I kind of get weird looks, is when people are talking, I let them finish their full sentence or their full thought. I do not chime in at all. Yeah. I let them finish their thought because I resp- I, uh, I think that they're going to do the same for me. If, I'm, mm-hmm. if I want to talk and have a full thought, I'm, I want to finish it. I yeah. don't want you chiming in. I want to... You know, that's how full communication works, sure. and that's how podcasts work, and I love it. You, you don't have two minutes to answer some yeah. stupid question that should take a half an hour. And I have a problem with that, too, because, like, I've interrupted you a couple times. I interrupt yeah. everyone. So when I've I interrupted get a, you, too. When I get an idea in my head, right, Yeah, I've got bad memory. I'm oh, telling yeah. you, man. Like, oh, same. I could, like, I've thought about a couple things I was going to talk with you. I already mm-hmm. forgot about, like, Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like sometimes we'll talk about something and there'll be awkward silence and be like, yeah, so, uh, oh, I just forgot about everything I was going to talk to you about, you know. Dude, got, I barely remember what I did yesterday. Got my little, what, <laughs> yeah, dude, I I woke up this morning, I was like, okay, I'm going to get ready for work, blah, 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 it was, oh, it's Saturday, never mind. <laughs> but Especially with COVID, you just don't know what day it I, is. Dude, I, all, I, all I can really talk about is being overseas because that's all I've done this year. That's um, all right. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. It's so I I would just forget about what day it was, right? Yeah. 
it wasn't until I started getting days off where I would remember what day it was. Mm-hmm. But like for the first half of the deployment, it was just every day I had to go right yeah. at a specific time. So I'd set the alarm, wake up, go to work for 12 hours, come back, go to sleep for 12 hours, yeah. you know, whatever it was. Um, and I would just forget the day, right? Mm-hmm. My birthday came around in May and my, one of my NCOs gave me a big old bag of beef jerky and she goes, happy birthday. And I was like, it's May. <laughs> oh, shit. It was the end of May. And I was like, Oh, I didn't even like, yeah, I knew it was May. I just didn't think it was the end of May already. Yep. You know? And then come a month, a couple months later, um, we were like packing to get ready to go. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? We're leaving. I was, I was happy to come home for oh, sure. Yeah. But I was like, where did, what, where did the time go? Yeah. You know, tax free money's amazing. I bet paid by taxes and getting it tax free. Most of the time if you're paid, uh military members are are, are paid by taxes. Yeah. Right? And if they're in the states they get taxed. Oh, that's just dumb. Right? So you're getting paid by taxes and then you pay taxes. Yep. So you're paying so you're, you're paying taxes with taxes. You're partially paying yourself. <laughs> I mean technically you're not paying taxes. Taxpayers oh. are paying your taxes. And you're just keeping yeah. it over. <laughs> really? It's so weird. Uh, and uh but overseas you would get paid you know your extra pay like combat pay hazardous pay imminent death pay stuff like that yeah and uh, it was all tax-free oh so nice nice yeah i don't know man i i think you know the way i like to have conversations everything i was raised by a bunch of old farmers and old business owners where they literally sit around they didn't really have anything they wanted to talk to. They didn't really ask each other questions. It was yeah. just, it was my turn to talk, and now it's your turn to talk. And yeah. You can talk whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, they're good good listeners. Yeah. that's. I think that's the best, one of the best traits anybody can have is being able to have a conversation. Oh, yeah. It could just be like, hey, how are you today? Good, good. All right, see you later. You know, mm. completely fine if you're in a rush or something. But when you have time to talk to someone and you just you just can't, Oh yeah, dude. I'm. I you and I could probably go for another five hours oh, if we yeah. wanted to. Like, oh look at this view. What do you think of the snow? What do you think of the weather? Yeah. What do you think of blah 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 blah? You know, it'd be so easy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I started the podcast. I just like conversation. Oh yeah, and having hearing other people's opinion. That's why I started listening to podcasts and Joe Rogan's podcast yeah. mainly the one I listen to because it's awesome. But uh, yeah, no, it's just. That's the one thing I'm, I'm not great at making new friends because I get to the point where I ask so many questions and it's just like, okay, I've asked too many questions. If you're not going to start talking we're not going to start having a normal conversation, I'm done talking. Yeah. And that's. See, sometimes I'll talk to someone. I'll be like, Hey, how are you? Good. And they won't ask me how I'm doing back or something like that. Right. Yeah. Simple conversation. It's just a one-sided conversation. Yeah. So they'd be like, Hey, how are you? uh, Hey, how are you? They'd be like, good. I'd be like, I'm good too. I'm just going to go over here and fuck myself, yep. you know? Uh, what really grinds my gears is uh, <laughs> when uh, you're trying to make plans with someone and it's like, all right, well, uh, you want to do this at this date, this point? It's like, nah, that doesn't really work for me. And it's like, all right, how about at this Give time? Give me a Nah, date. that doesn't really work. <laughs> it's like, tell me when you're free, damn it. <laughs> it's, yeah. People work are, with me here. I think that's that's probably social media's fault. Yeah, can't have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But you know those same people that are quiet and antisocial. You look at their Facebook pages and you're like, oh my gosh. Yep. Never see the end of it. I've I don't know. I've never really saw the point of posting a lot on 
Instagram and Facebook. Like I so do every once in a while. It's that instant. Robbie talked about it a lot in his podcast. That instant gratification. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. He knows it. He knows it all too well. So do I. And it's, it's like, when you can post a picture, right? Oh um, yeah. Say I post because I'm gonna post a picture of the podcast we're mm-hmm. having right now, and I'm gonna be like, hey, Ryan came in. We talked about this, this, and this. Catch it this time. Right? Oh yeah. Something like that's cool, you know. But when it's just like you're hanging out with a friend right and you're like oh, yeah. hey, take our picture it's like cool I, I, you can have it for the memories yeah but like come on you gotta post it yeah i, I stopped doing all that i'm okay with people posting stuff like it's your world you can do what you want i'm not gonna do it but i i get caught in that trap too like if i post something on my snapchat story every once in a while i'll go look and see how many people looked at it it's like oh yeah cool. like oh i i just got for me it's like oh 40 likes wow yep. other people it's like i haven't gotten a thousand likes yet I'm in the I'm in is the double really, digits. Holy crap! Is that really what you need to be worrying about right now? Yeah. People are dying. Have you seen that one video with Kim Kardashian? She's at the the ocean or whatever, and she starts crying. Right? Yeah. Everyone's like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" She's like, "I I, I lost my diamond earring." And they're like, "Where's that?" She's like, "It's in the ocean. It's gone." She's crying. Right? Just yeah. Tears, and she's running all over the place, telling everyone she lost her earring. And um, some woman and her kid come out of their like little hut. Like, hey, what's wrong with you? And she's like, I lost my diamond earring in the ocean, and now it's gone. She's like, okay, well, there are people dying, so please shut up. <laughs> and dude, it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot. Of, like, I know even people with the, some of the worst lives, there's still someone that has the worst life than you. Oh, yeah. And that's I've been pretty true. fortunate. So For sure. I still got to remind myself of that, too. But, yeah. Um, you got to humble yourself. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. And look, the biggest thing, too, is no matter what you do and no matter how nice you try to be, you're always the bad guy in someone else's world. Yep. No matter what. And you could, you might not even know their freaking name, but they hate you with all of their heart. The best thing to do is to have – see, Gerald Sargent's make it very, very clear that they are – I always get them mixed up. What's the difference between empathetic and sympathetic? Uh, I don't em- know. I think empathetic is... Those are two different words? Yeah. So empathetic is... Like, sympathetic is understanding their emotions, right? Yeah. And empathetic is like like trying to help with them. No, sympathy is like trying to help with them. You know, like help you with your emotions. Empathetic yeah. is just understanding that you're upset. Dude, I can barely spell my degree. <laughs> I don't know why. And it's like I you got to be empathetic. You got to understand that everyone has problems and that you can help, but you also got to know that nobody gives a dang about you. Yep. And you should not be going around worrying about other people's opinions. Oh yeah. And there's no point cuz it's like uh the people that have to get dressed up just to go to Walmart. It's like, have you ever been to Walmart? Yeah. You really care about those people's I've seen opinions? Some pretty much half naked people go to Walmart, yeah. so you're fine. And the people that you don't want to see half naked. Yeah. I'm telling you, don't go to Walmart at two AM. That's the worst time. I don't know, man. Unless you're a high school student then it's a pretty it's, fun time. It's either full of high school students or uh, the the people that go at two AM for a reason. Yeah, basically. <laughs> to not be seen by others. Um, cool, man. We're gonna call it there. Hour forty minutes. All right, Went sounds pretty good, quick. Man. It was fun having you here. Yeah, it was fun to be here. Um, if you guys would like to be on the show, uh, just shoot me a message. We'll get you on here. 
Uh, if you haven't joined the Patreon already, first, what are you doing? Second, it's where all the cool people are hanging out. I actually renamed the tiers, so we got like the club, the cool people club, the amazing, you know, stuff like that. Just make it whatever. Um, but yeah, Tristan and um, Zach, thanks for joining the Patreon. Like I said, the Patreon is uh, patreon.com slash the Carson podcast. Don't forget to check out the Facebook page and don't forget to check out the new website. Check out the merch. We are running a new special right now from January 2nd to January 16th. If you join the Patreon with a tier of $5 or more, you'll get 10% off merch for life. Um, decent deal. First deal we got going on. The more people that join, the better the deals will get. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we hope you guys have a safe uh, holiday season and we hope you enjoy your new year. Uh, if you guys need anything from me, just hit me up on Facebook and I'll do what I can to help you guys out. Uh, until next week, I will talk to you guys later. Thanks.